What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've bitten a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Friday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Elkan, and Dennis Dick on today's show. We've got some earnings on our radar from yesterday and this morning. Some tech. We've got Workday. We've got, where's my list there? Workday, Bill.com, VMware, uh, some retail, Big Lots, and The Gap. Uh, what else do we have? Neo with an offering. That is interesting. We'll talk about that. Uh, we've got Walmart in the TikTok sweepstakes. We'll talk about that. And our guest is Jason Rasnick. He is the founder and CEO of our company. He would join us at 8.40 or so. Uh, do you want to make a quick announcement? If you are having a problem accessing the tip, the, the, the Benzinga.com slash pre-market page, we are aware that it's down, but you can always watch our show on YouTube, directly on YouTube, youtube.com slash Benzinga TV. That's where this, you can always find the show on YouTube, no matter what, we are aware that uh, the pre-market page on our site is down. Uh, I want to see some more likes. We got 24. I want to see at least 100 by the time Joel starts talking in five seconds. Joel, how do we do in the overnight trading session? Well, got to unmute you first. You got to give him some time. We're trying to get those likes up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Good morning. morning. All right. All right. Good morning, Spencer. Good morning, traders. Uh, As we talked about uh, during the late show yesterday, it'd be a lot easier to push the spoos through 3,500 overnight, right? Not as much paper there. Well, they sure did that, folks. After a flat open, we caught a bid right away. Got the 3509.50. That's the first time I had to put the 3500 handle on my sheet. So there's your target on the upside. Uh, we pulled back a little bit, just hanging up, hanging here in mid-range. Uh, we'll see what news we get at 830, what imbalances come out to push us around. But uh, first upside target is that overnight high 0950. 
I might stop talking about crude if it doesn't get away from $43. Not only is it at 43, it's flat at 4304. Uh, rampant inflation is coming, so that's good for gold, up $38 in 1970-70. Silver doing a little bit better, up nearly 3% at $27.95. That's up 76 cents. And I guess if you're going to, you know, have inflation then maybe bitcoin is something that you want to own and uh bitcoin is trading into green here by 265 dollars at 11,605 triple d you must have been sleeping at the wheel last night you only have 18 positions on yeah i know it's slow it was a slow night actually we had a few individual headlines but overall it was kind of slow i mean there, there was some trades and there was some obvious trades where you saw the reopening trades start to get some life Grasso was pushing on Fast Money. Kramer was pushing on CNBC, which he was pushing earlier as well. Um, but, you know, it kind of makes sense. You know, and let's just talk that rotation here for a second. We saw clearly yesterday, Abbott Labs comes out with the five-minute test. So, you know, if these tests are going to be widely available, that is a big step towards reopening the economy safely. So it's not surprising that some of the reopening stocks caught some life yesterday. They did sell off. We're getting a bounce back here today. The question is, is it sustainable? Because again, time and time again, we see this reopening rally for a couple of days and then it just rolls over and we go right back into our tech names. So that's the question. Is this going to be a sustained rally? Can Boeing pick up? It's up a couple of bucks here this morning. Can your airlines, which are all trading up four to five percent this morning, can they continue or two to three percent? Can they continue? They gave back some of the gains yesterday. They're getting it back a little bit of those losses there this morning. The question is, can they sustain the rally? Let's uh, just talk real quick that Abbott Labs. I guess, you know, we were both kind of right on this one. Um, you definitely thought that it would hold on to some of those gains from yesterday. Uh, I talked about, you know, maybe the support at 110 in the pre-market. If we go back to yesterday morning while we were doing the show, going back, you could see in the pre-market trading I have to go back a little bit farther. You had some buyers at 110. That turned out to be the low of the session. Uh, yesterday's high looks like we're gonna we took that out in pre-market trading. Yesterday's high at 14 even. We are trading above that pre-market high, even a little bit above that. Got to 15. Looks like 35. So yeah. continuation move. Good call. But Good call on both parts. Again, we've been talking with Jim Cramer a lot, but he's moving stocks like he never has before. Cramer has always moved stocks, but I think there's just so much retail love out there right now, whether it's the Robinhood traders or whether it's other traders. They listen to everything that Grim Jim Cramer says, and they do it. And last night, Abbott Labs was trading at 112 and a half, and Jim Cramer came out and said, I want you to go out and buy Abbott Labs right now, even at this price. <laughs> like, flat out said that. And that was the three-point rally in Abbott Labs. It went from 112 and a half up to over 115 in the next five minutes after Jim Cramer said that. It's starting to leak here a little bit. But, you know, we've got to respect it because he's basically like an upgrade. When he says something like that, it's equivalent to an upgrade right now. It will move as much as if Goldman Sachs said, you know, come out and buy Abbott Labs. It seems like that anyways, especially in some of these widely followed names. So, you know, it, it's, it, 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 it's an incredible that, you know, it never used to be like that. Like I used to fade every CNBC move, like when they would pop up a little bit because Kramer gave it some love, I would automatically short it. And I don't do that right now. I haven't done that in the last six months because the follow through is unbelievable sometimes like it's you know it, it, it amazes me that there's this much follow-through on some of these you know calls from from the media so 
And do you anyways, go with so you it? Have to respect do you try it. and go with it? Yeah, I did last night. Yeah, when he oh. said that on Abbott Labs, I actually bought it. I was like, I'll buy it too. I'm pretty fast. So I was able to pick some up at one. I kind of anticipated it a bit because he started talking about it. And I was like, oh, he's going to talk Abbott Labs here. And he said it earlier in the show. He was like hinting it. So I was kind of anticipated a little bit. So I was able to pick up a little bit on it. Again, I sell too early always. And so I did the Abbott Labs wrong again. I think I took home with 12 and a half tell in the mid 113 so a quick buck out of it but i wouldn't end up going another buck and a half after that so it's incredible some of these moves all right let's uh let's just talk about this tiktok battle i, I mean, love triangle even if you don't want to buy tiktok i for your company i recommend that you say that you're interested in buying the company because look what it does to your stock price i i oh. I, I don't understand the walmart thing can you explain it to me, Spencer Israel, how yeah, Spencer. this is benefiting Walmart to the tune of Walmart rallying 7% on this news? And on what I'm saying is 7% because it rallied 4.5% yesterday, and it is now rallying another 3% this morning. I, um, I don't understand it. Here, here's what I would say. Uh, I, I think you, you guys would both be surprised at, at how much product is pushed on these platforms and how much... Uh, advertising is on platforms like TikTok and, and Instagram, et cetera. Um, and so this is just like another channel to reach customers uh, for someone like Walmart. There is a ton of product pushed on these websites, on, on these, these social networks, just a ton. So, you can't argue with the price action here, Joel. I mean, they like the idea of Walmart participating. Multiple headlines broke from Dow Jones last night, though, on this story. And they had... They had four or five headlines that came out about six o'clock last night. And they said, one, um, the Walmart Microsoft bid is way, they're way far apart on price. They also said that Twitter had offered $10 billion for the U.S. operations of TikTok. And TikTok wants $30 billion for their operations. So, and then it's, it said that Walmart and Microsoft were the front runners, but they were way far apart on price. So you look here, I guess that's bullish anyways, because they're buying Walmart up another $4 here this morning. Microsoft is trading up as well. Full disclosure, I still have my Microsoft position. I did not sell that one too early. Thanks to Josh from Benzinga, um, Jason Rasnick's boy, who gave us the idea back on the show back in March. And it's worked ever since, and I'm still holding it. Um, I don't know what to say, though. Like, is, is this worth 7% in market cap for Walmart? Is it? I don't think it is, but doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This market is so I, disconnected from valuation and fundamentals anyway. So a story, it gets the Walmart story hot again. Maybe it can carry it. I mean, we have a lot of Robinhood traders that probably like TikTok. We have a lot of Robinhood traders that are going to trade Walmart off of it. So the, these, these platforms, TikTok, uh, Instagram, et cetera, uh, all, all they really are at the end of the day are just platforms for people to sell stuff, right? That's, that's, what, that's, that's how they monetize. They just, you, you Walmart want, has a lot of stuff to sell. And Walmart's got a lot of stuff to sell. So <laughs> there, there's, there's how it fits together for you right there. I think uh, if, you, if you two were to ever go on, on Instagram or TikTok, you, the, the, the amount of ads, first so of all, interesting. It, it's, the ads are targeted right to you. They know exactly what you want and they know yeah. when you want it and they got a lot of stuff to sell you. So uh, it's just another way, you know, if it, Walmart said uh, in a statement, it, it's like, it's part of like the, the quote omni-channel 
strategy, right? We want to reach our consumers wherever they are. If they're, in a, if they're in our store, if they're not in our store, wherever they are, we want to reach them. And there are a lot of consumers wanting to buy stuff on TikTok. So th- there's the fit. It sounds like a lot of people like TikTok except you, Joel. <laughs> I never said I didn't like it. You said all the time. Oh, you God, you said you hated TikTok. And you said you didn't like it. You definitely, you definitely, if you had the like button and the don't like button, you push the don't like button on TikTok a lot of times on this show. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. You see yeah, no, I mean, I, I just I don't, don't know. Even, I've, I've heard I, I have no interest in buying anything on TikTok, okay? And I, I, it's well, always in my you, Twitter no, feed. But you say that, How could, but you say that now. Yeah, but, okay. But, but then, you know, maybe, then you find yourself, maybe you were already thinking about buying a new uh, golf shirt. Golf shirt. Okay, a, a new golf I, shirt. I bet you you can't find one advertisement for a golf shirt on TikTok. I went to buy no, golf balls at Dunham's, you and can. the shirt with Izod shirt for 19 bucks. Okay. My, I mean, okay. that's why I bought it. They are. This all goes back to data, right? They know they, they know you. They know what you're searching for. And so if you happen to be on TikTok and you see an ad for a new golf shirt, you think, oh, all right, I was already going to buy this. I'm going to just buy it right now. They're, that's how they get you. So, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think they're – I don't think they I'm read their your mind. target market. I don't think I'm their target market. They're, oh, yeah. They're, 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 their target market is everyone. Their target market is even your dog, Joel. They'll target your dog, you know, with, you know, like your dog's barking in the background, like Guy Adami on CNBC's Fast Money all the time. They're going to pitch him some dog food. What about, target market's can everything. you get rid of it? Can you get rid of it on your phone? Can, TikTok? Eating, yeah. What? Well, it's an app. You can just delete the app. Yeah, I've I don't have TikTok on my times. phone, but like you said, it ends up showing up in my Twitter feed. Everything. So, yeah. so it ends up finding its way on anyway. It's yeah, pretty good app. Does. I know that we don't have TikTok yet. We still see TikTok videos, so I know. that's pretty good. I don't mind it. I mean, I've, the few videos I've seen, it's, it's silly stuff. I, it was a lot of silly things during COVID. Some funny things. My wife yeah. would show me some. It was pretty funny. But anyways, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's obviously worth some money. Right, this is talk US capital. operations are worth $30 billion. Yeah, it, obviously the market's talking. Uh, the other thing, we talked about this yesterday. Uh, I'll just give you your pre-market highs and stuff for potential targets. 141.60 for Walmart. That's well above its all-time high. Uh, big move. Uh, Mr. Softy caught a big bid off this one. The buyer of uh, LinkedIn. This one is a little bit more tempered. It's up a buck seventy nine. I'd use that 230 area. That's where you got to yesterday. Actually, 231.15. And then Oracle was in it. Did Oracle drop out? I heard Oracle. I don't know if they dropped out. I don't know if anybody's dropped out. They all want TikTok. Everybody wants TikTok. Okay. I would just say if you're buying these stocks because, you know, whatever, four of them or three of them are in the running, if they don't get it, I would look out below. That would be the only thing. I'd have some stops in. Like, I mean. Well, Walmart's got 10 points of fluff in here now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not shorting it. I'm not. I would just say if you were long and whoever doesn't get it, I don't see how they they get the value or keep the value. But yeah. in this market, who knows? Maybe we'll. Too Walmart's much. a headline stock all of a sudden. It's never a headline stock, and it is right now. Random headline drives it up ten points yeah. in the last twenty four hours. So now it's a headline stock. Microsoft is a headline stock right now. Oracle is a headline stock right now because this TikTok stuff matters to the shareholders. 
And I guess the winner, I don't know if they're going to pop them or drop them. It's going to be interesting to see. Fallout Facebook's even been impacted by this to a certain extent on the negative side. So it's it's uh, the love triangle or call it, I guess it's bigger than a triangle now. Yeah. You can call it a trapezoid or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but anyway, so there's more because well, there's four of them, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. maybe some other suitors going to come in. So, you know, we'll get the Pentagon going, the love Pentagon. So we're, we're teaching you. You see, we teach you everything. We even teach geometry here on pre-market prep. So, okay, let's move on from the TikTok yeah. and let's move on to, we can go to the earnings, but first I just want to go to NEO, NIO, because this obviously pulled the rug out from, you know, shareholders, including myself, because I still have a piece. Uh, big offering, big offering last night. Give us the details. Big right. offering. Of course, NEO is an ADR. So they announced a 75 million uh, American depository share offering uh, this morning. 75 million share offering. Yeah, this was actually last night when it came out. And if I go and look here, just, um, you know, at 75 million shares, outstanding right now, there is 903 million shares. So you're talking some Pretty serious big. dilution there yeah. to the tune of about 8%. So last night, interesting enough, what did they knock off the price? About 8%. It has bounced back this morning. Unbelievable that at 6 o'clock this got up almost to scratch at 1960. I almost can't even believe that pre-market chart. Um, I, I have a small piece left. I sold some of it here on the, on the headline last night um, when it came out because I was like, dilution's never good for your stock. Um, I, I've got a small piece left. So we know I, I was talking. So I bought the stock just for a swing trade because I thought it was breaking out. I bought it at $14.50 about four days ago. It ran over $20. I sold some right around 20 bucks. I sold half right around 20 bucks, And then I sold another chunk uh, just last night on this headline. I've got a small piece left that I'm going to hold. This could go either way. So sometimes you see these offerings and they end up like space and they don't just, and they don't recover from them. Like space did the offering SPCE at one of the stock was trained $25 and has never recovered. It's went straight down ever since, but then you have offerings. Then you have offerings like Shopify that did the offering back at 700 and, you know, it hit the stock for about three, four days and then eventually it started to recover. So sometimes the story can, you know, overpower it and can take it. I mean, they're raising money for a good reason. They're not raising money because they're in trouble and they need cash. They're raising money to expand, and that's what you want to see. So that's the good reason. The bad thing is still 8% dilution, roughly speaking, if my math is correct, is never good for shareholders. So um, that's price? why I lightened up Do last night more. No, I did not see a price. Let me look a little I bit. I don't think we have a price yet. Usually they announce it a couple of days later. Yeah, um, I don't think there's been a price announced yet. See. This was just announced last night. It was a surprise to the market. So obviously they hit it down $18. So, um, but it's bounced back. I mean, it depends on where the pricing is. A lot of times it's pricing. They can get it done maybe on a hot story. They can get it down a little bit higher. If they could get it down at 18 and a half, you know, then you know, that becomes kind of like a floor for it. But again, sometimes they start taking them out and they start leaking through those floors. In the case of space, it never stopped going down. So this can be interpreted in either way. The story was hot until this. So does this cool off the story or does this, you know, make the story, you know, and, and broken to a Have certain Have you done extent? any statistical analysis on like dot, like offering prices and issues like three, six, eight months out? Because I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of sophisticated bots that you know track those prices and see. But remember when X did a huge offering at 850? Yeah. And look at that; it gapped down that day. It hasn't even sniffed 850. No. 
has gotten close. But I mean, there's doing it to survive, though. Like U.S. Steel was doing because they needed cash. Big difference. uh, Expanding your operation and cash. It's the same reason we see the biotechs have a good trial. You sometimes never want to buy that, you know, pop in that biotech trial because what happens is they come up with an offer almost always later. A lot of times, the smaller ones, the smaller ones, because they need the cash to fund the next round of trials, and then you get the pullback, and that's sometimes the buying opportunity in some of these smaller biotech names. Um, This worked in Shopify. Uh, you know, if you would have been buying the pullback on the offering, it could work in Neo. Um, I, so the, the jury's out on this. It could go either way. You don't know if the people, you know, sn- you know grabbing the offering are like true long-term holders or they're, you know, they're just going for a flip, right? I guess a lot of arbitrage happening yeah. around that offering price. Like people try to get in on the offering. So, you know, contacting their broker, if you're full service, can I get a piece of this? If they get allocated a piece, <laughs> right? Contact your broker, Dennis. This well, is no. a- well, the underwriters get ag- get shares as part of the process, and then they're you know they're going to flip it, right? So, yes, yeah. Um, and I they, was- they're all flipping it out. I mean, not not just the but but there's like the process is like we can participate at Goldman Sachs too. You can ask, and you know sometimes you get an allocation, sometimes you won't. If there's a lot of demand on it, sometimes you don't get the good ones. Sometimes you do. You get the allocation. And boom, you know, if you can get it and the price is at 18 and you can flip it out at 19 so you can short it against the allocation that you know you're going to get, make a buck. So that's what drives it down to that price, the arbitrage behind it. Because if you know you're getting allocated and you've got the price, like right now, ARBs are just guessing because it's 19. So they're guessing it's going to be, you know, at least as low as 19 or they wouldn't be selling it short here. So, but if the allocation price, you know, ends up being, you know, 18, the secondary price, then they're, they're going to try to make a buck on that. If it ends up being 19, then they're going to be scrambling for cover because in the case of this, it might be one that holds up above the offering price. So lots of, you know, there's lots of wild cards in there when you're playing these things, but that's how kind of the arbitrage works behind the scenes. It, this is a little off topic, but I was looking at the, the press release from Neo and I noticed that Morgan Stanley is their underwriter. So I looked at Morgan Stanley. Have you looked at that chart recently? That looks juicy. Looks Jeez, I haven't looked at that. Um, it's been a bank that's held up juicy. well. It looks juicy here. Uh, it's weird to call Morgan Stanley a bank too. I mean, you know, I've always thought of Gosh, it as brokerage, but, them. but, but, yeah. but uh, yeah, you know what? You could see an argument here. It's held up way better. Think about how ugly that Wells Fargo chart looks. Think yeah. about how ugly even J- JP Morgan Citigroup have looked, giving back you know where they were in June. And here's a stock that's actually trading above where it was. In well, June. think about it like this: like we've seen, I don't have any data, but just anecdotally, a lot of capital markets activity, uh, uh, offerings, uh, uh, splits, uh, you know, reverse mergers, and you know. Morgan Stanley, capital markets firm, they're, they underwrite a lot of that stuff, right? So That, and you know the other thing they got going for them? E-trade. E-trade. Yep. Jinx. Because we have seen trading volumes just rocket. And you can look at a pure play interactive brokers. I own interactive brokers, IBKR. And it's sitting right up near the highs. I mean, it's not just Robinhood benefiting. E-trade is benefiting. You know, there's a lot of brokerages that are really doing well in this COVID environment. And obviously, Morgan Stanley is buying E-Trade. So I think a little bit of this has to do with E-Trade as well. Look at Schwab here. Look at this. Starting to break out too. Yeah, since the, the merger. The banks look interesting, some of them here, Joel. Maybe there is. Maybe this reopening trade's got legs. Because those are reopening stocks. 
especially when you look at the pure banks you go away and you can just look at like bank america jp morgan that's small business you know a lot of small business loans out there they need the economy reopened so you know we always talk about american airlines and the cruise lines and and the casinos as reopening plays while the banks are reopening play too and they're moving along with these stocks what do you think is this reopening trade have legs especially since we got this abbott five minute test uh, I mean, these charts look sleepy. I mean, you could say, hey, they bet like the IBKR, you could say, well, if it hasn't moved now, you know, why is it going to move? I don't know. I mean, the well, thing I think with, the IBKR has been fantastic. I bought this thing at $38. Uh, I, I bet the Schwab. I bet the oh, Schwab. the Schwab. The Schwab. Yeah, the Schwab. They're doing the merger. And uh, the integration uh, with um, Thinkorswim, uh, you know, has not been going well. There's some times where you can't even get on the platform. So maybe that's keeping Chuck down a little bit. But it looks like if it could uh, clear this $36 level, which good, is Joel. today, yeah, that looks a little bit juicy there, yeah. trading up in the pre market. Right, right and down. This yeah. is, you know, yeah, the right breakouts good. have failed a lot of times on Talk these to banks. Chuck. And I have been suckered into some of these reopening trades, and then they just turn around and roll over. So this isn't your sexy name. This isn't going to get driven by a story. But if value and reopening gets hot for a bit, it's got the potential that this trade could have legs. Yep. It's not going to be higher rates driving these uh, stocks higher, but uh, definitely the pickup in trading activity. Maybe we should talk, Powell. You know, it's a good segue into what we heard yesterday. And, you know, a lot of people get bored with the economic talk, including myself. So we'll limit it. (laughs) We'll limit it. But... Let's just summarize what he said in his long-winded 30-minute Jackson Hole speech. Oh, I don't even know. If it's Not from minutes. Jackson so I sh- Hole. I shut. Well, what, what's that? It wasn't in Jackson Hole. Well, yeah, uh, yeah but wherever he, <laughs> wherever he was. So um, he basically summarized it and said, I'm cool with inflation. That's the summary. I'm cool with inflation. So four words. That was really what I got from listening to him for 15 minutes before I shut it off and I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I'm cool with inflation. What does that mean for the markets? It means that he's going to support this market and keep driving it up no matter what. And if it starts to inflate prices, I'm cool with it. <laughs> We're, we've had low inflation for a long time. BS, because we know the statistics on the CPI, which we're going to get in a few minutes, takes out half the stuff that's inflationary. But, you know, and lumber prices have tripled here and my building costs are, you know, 20% higher than they were last year on my house, but I don't have inflation. So, you know, and I, and I sold, you know, my Windsor, my, my, my house in Windsor, you know, way above asking because there's no inflation. Anyways, you know, that's, you know, a, a story for another day. But if he's cool with inflation, it's got to be good for stocks. No, that's the risk. I mean, the risk is inflationary inflation comes in if you're just new to to economics inflation comes in you got to raise interest rates to fight off inflation but if you say you're cool with inflation that means he ain't raising interest rates that's pretty good for stocks not great for the banks but good for stocks yeah no it it definitely uh it definitely it shows up gold is reacting to it also uh caught support just over 1900 that's mountain rally but yeah did he say he was cool with inflation was it cool (laughs) i don't know if he used those exact words i might be parsing his words a little bit but that's what i got what did you get out of it mr israel i i got that we are thinking about thinking about thinking about maybe letting inflation run above two percent that's what i got 
That tweet sounds like I'm cool with inflation. Inflation is in. Inflation is cool. Get the shirt. Let's get the hat and say, you know, Powell, inflation is cool. Because that's what he said yesterday. Uh, I mean, yeah. Hard to be bearish stocks when you, you know, you, you all of a sudden have the person who's running the show on interest rates says he's cool with inflation. So it's hard to be bearish. It's exactly what Craig Johnson said yesterday. Tina, there is no alternative. Where are you going to put your money? If not- Interest rates aren't coming up anytime soon. So where are we going to go? Yeah. I don't know what to do with money you if you're not in stocks. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't sell Apple. Karen Feinerman says it all the time. She's like, yeah, is the Apple price justified to be 34 times earnings? Probably not. But where do I go? You go to you go to TikTok. Speaking of that, and you go to TikTok and you find out what well, to do with you your buy money Walmart, on TikTok. So you get TikTok. So yes. they're saying this morning, Walmart's up another buck since we were just talking. I about know. It. Speaking of Apple, I, I do want to discuss Apple and Tesla here because Monday is the thirty-first. That's the day the split happens. So we are getting into that. We're, we're getting out of this window where it's it's post record date, uh, pre-split date. The split for Apple and Tesla are happening on the 31st, which is Monday. Let's talk both those stocks here. So, so today is the day. If you don't want to participate in the split, you got to sell by eight o'clock, which is the eight o'clock close. So, you know, some people think it's the four o'clock close. It doesn't work on time. It works on the date. So it looks at the date. If you sold on this date, which would be obviously the day today is 28th, then you're not entitled to the split. You hold through this date. You're holding on the 29th. You're getting the split. So it works on the date, not the time, because some people are saying, oh, I got to sell by four o'clock. It is not the case. That, that, you can sell it after point. hours. That's you awesome can, what I thought. Okay. It's not four o'clock. It is, works on the date. All these things, like ex-dividend is the same thing. People think, oh, if I hold to the four o'clock close, well, then it would adjust at four o'clock. That wouldn't make any sense. You know, we'd be trying to adjust ourselves. It adjusts the next day. You close the stocks at eight o'clock after hours, and then you reopen them on Monday at the new pricing. So, because if it was four o'clock, then everybody would be scrambling at 401. Is it four o'clock? Oh, one, because we've got to hit this thing at 525. It would never work. It, the, the, the concept, you know, would never work. That's why it works on the date. You need everything to close. This is why 24 hour trading, when people talk about going to 24 hour trading, would be very difficult to do. So, regulators, if you're listening, you need to have that close. You need to have some type of period where it actually closes Settle to adjust the for the dates because you can't have the high frequency traders saying, is it 12, oh, 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 one? And I kind of head the bed now to make that money. So very difficult. You got to get the close and the reopen. So, you know, for X dividends, for splits, for all this stuff, that's why maybe you could do 23 hours and 59 minutes of, of trading, but you need a physical close and a physical reopen really to, you know, to stop that arbitrage from happening in a milliseconds afterwards so it works on the date not the time okay so it's official for both of them today and they are split on monday is that correct if you yeah if you hold them overnight into saturday you will get the split okay sell them anytime today you do not get the split all right now now this isn't a lunch bet i know i owe you a lunch bet and stuff but I have a long-term. Joel thesis digs here. himself holes, and he keeps digging. This is, He's like this the is, Fed. This is he just long, keeps digging holes. I, this is a long-term thesis. All right, give it to me. Post-split, buy Apple, short Tesla. Why? Post-split. Why? Why buy one and short the other? You didn't yeah. think they're going to decouple? Yeah. Why? Okay, I got to hear this. Yeah. What's the because reason? Because 
I just, I, I know Tesla's more than a car company, and they're getting all this love, and they're going to do this, and they're going to change our lives and everything. Uh, I don't, that I know of, I don't use any Tesla products. Okay. And nor do I see a lot of Teslas out on the road. But I know they have their great technology and everything. You and think there's more fluff in the Tesla price than there is in the Apple price? Yeah. And I and I You're long Tesla. It's tough. I know. I long a little Talking Apple too. So what? I just it's just a spread. <laughs> it's just it's just a spread. Because well, I just think Apple that that's just what I think. I mean I and I and I know people have been saying short Tesla for years. I have not been sure. I'm just saying it's a spread, and I would just be interested to to see how that that plays out. I mean, yeah, I mean, probably the best thing is to be long both, right? But I just, well, I don't know. Or maybe short think, both afterwards. Well, maybe, maybe short both, but if oh oh, if short both, uh, then I love then I I love this. No, I want to short both because I I don't you know the bias what? in the market's up and Apple continues to make more money and they come out with more products and they they make tons of money and you know so Tesla is making more money but it's still hard for me to fail. Would be wrong. I mean I also you know I make calls. It's just it's something I've been thinking about and you know we'll see what the split. We'll see what happens after the split. And One then- thing I will say is typically money is made holding through into the split and selling it the next morning because they typically don't adjust down enough. So usually what you see is Tesla goes and everybody's excited to buy it at a cheaper price and you have orders in the book that didn't adjust for whatever reason. That's a real mess up, but it happens at some brokers and they sometimes hold up the price the next morning. So, you know, if Tesla hypothetically, or maybe Apple's the easier one because it's 500, so the math is easier. It's five for one Apple. I always forget, four for one or five for one Apple? Uh, Apple is uh, four for one. Four for uh, one. Tesla is five. So let's say 500 bucks. That's the close. We'll just do that for fun. And it's going to be 125. If, if, if Apple closes, hypothetical situation at 500, it probably opens at like 126 or 127 on Monday, which will make you a buck or two. So it usually is the play to actually hold it into the split. The other thing is what the, what the issue is, is sometimes your brokers are slow to get you the shares. So then you're like, oh, I can't sell them all. And then that's an issue as well. So it's not going to happen usually at a, at, you know, at, at a prop firm because they're going to be better at it. But some of your brokers are slow at getting these shares. So then that's another reason why maybe the selling pressure isn't as great on the first right off the hop. Uh, after that, they tend to leak. So it's like, it's like the ex-dividend trade. You get the hell out of right on the open and, you, you, and, and then you move on. But uh, there is money to be made often, holding them long into the split and then selling them on the, on the morning, which would be Monday morning of the next day, just the overnight hold. Am I going to do that in this case? I don't know yet. I, <laughs> I might. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a tough call. And um you know, they both have just had tremendous runs. I just, I'm waiting for like Amazon or, you know, these, that's the other thing. It just be, you know, Larry shorting any of these super high price stocks. Cause you could just imagine what happened there. I mean, that, that, things don't always work out the same, but when you see those results of, you know, for Apple and Tesla, since these uh, split announcements, so uh, 
you can't you can't argue with it. But uh, that and uh, shorting, I guess that goes along with my uh, shorting car insurers uh, uh, thesis because there's going to be less cars on the road. So maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm getting all too caught up in one thing. So you're getting caught up in fundamentals and fundamentals. Oh my matter. God, what am I doing? Do fundamentals uh, matter? I didn't know fundamentals matter. I thought they stopped mattering when we yeah, decided that free point. money for everyone forever. Okay. You're, I mean, you're making a lot of good points today. <laughs> I make some bad points too. What are what are the uh, what's moving? The spook? They're not moving. What's going on? You, I mean, do we even talk about imbalances anymore? I mean, there's no. not seem no. to be no, a lot going on. Let's go look at the imbalances. It's you know what, Walmart, hundred seventy-five thousand to buy. <laughs> I'm not. People part are of that excited over. for TikTok. Yeah. The banks got some buys. Abbott Labs, two hundred and seventy-one thousand to buy. So they're excited for Abbott Labs here this morning. Everybody listened to Jim Cramer saying, buy it now, they said last night. And maybe that's the case, but wow, that's a big pop. That's wow, Abbott, Jason. really? Whew. Like Man, Spinner was saying, I sell a lot of $5 tests. It'll be worth that kind of market cap. <laughs> 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 Why? Spinner's talking fundamentals too. Come on, we got to change We got to change the theme of the show here. Hey, uh, hey, fundamentals are no longer no, allowed to be no talked on free market prep because they don't matter. You know what? If people right are complaining right about the, people are complaining about charts in here. Charts don't even matter, right? It's just well, they do because you only buy the ones that are going up. You don't buy the ones that are going <laughs> That's down. That's all you need to say, right? <laughs> Momo right. market. Let's see. The Momo we, market. Hey, you guys, you guys know what else happens on Monday? The Dow Jones adjustment. So, oh, really? Yes. Oh, so we got the Honeywell, the CRM, and, and the uh, Amgen. Amgen going in, and Exxon, RTX, and Pfizer going out. Yep. Poor Pfizer. How's Pfizer holding up? I was remember I was looking at that thirty-eight. It's been kind of weak for a few days since then. Did I'm long oh, Pfizer still. Get out. Did get I get out. out of Pfizer. Look at that, Ron. Pays me four percent. Yeah, but if, what, and you know what go- the other problem is? When I sell this, I bought yeah, it. Thir- I bought it at thirteen. That's a hell of a capital gain to pay. Sell some calls against it. I got to wait till January 1st. I have a pretty good year here. I don't want to keep ringing, uh, ringing the register here with capital gain, long-term capital gains. So maybe yeah, after January 1st. Yeah, a lot can happen between now and then, though, Dennis. Just keep, you know, keep, your, keep your mind on that. But see, here's the thing where you go to options. Like right now I'm saying, oh, let me sell like the 39 call or something. You know, I want to yeah. – and it will be like – January. It will be the like – 39 call for January. Get the premium. I bet, I, I bet yeah. you it's at like 25 cents or something. No, it'll be oh, – it'll, yeah. it'll be a buck and a half. A buck and a half? Yeah, let's go luck. January thirty nine call. I think it's a buck and a half. I'm going Sold. right now. Quick, quick lunch. Quick Let me get my lunch back. We're going lunch. to luck right now. Quick What's lunch back. Get my it's, lunch it's back. Way more at twenty five cents. Okay, you said a buck fifty. I want buck my lunch no. back. Did I say a buck and a half? Yes. A buck and a quarter. All right, we're even on lunches. Where is it? Did you? You, 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 you waited. I knew it wasn't a. I was just joking at a quarter, but but it's yeah, two that, bucks. It's two bucks. Two bucks. I, I I smoked you on that. No, no, it's a buck and a half. Sorry, no, thirty nine. What did I say? Thirty nine? Yeah, it's no, a you buck said eighty seven f- bit at the close. I said forty, Dennis. Well, it's a buck fifty five. So you lose that one too. Okay, no bet. You lose them all. No bet. <laughs> you lost bad on that one. You give an option. Yeah, yeah you're sitting there looking at the, the option chain. 10. The you're mix is still twenty two, Joel. 24 so option prices are still elevated I and you know what if you sell that and it goes to 37 it will be it will be like you 20. know why you know why the pfizer option prices elevate a little bit come on you know why election 
No, Pfizer. They're working on vaccines. Oh, that's right. That's right. They got the right. vaccine potential in there. I thought that was already done. Oh, they still were. Well, I, thought, I, 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 thought Russia I didn't had take that. a vaccine yet. Did you take a vaccine? Yeah. Uh, I signed up for a study. Holy, we got bad, bad tangents. All right. Well, it, it is 838, and we're going to get Jason Raznick here in a couple of minutes. So I just want to cover, if we can, a couple of earnings. Workday. Uh, Workday. Great. We'll go there. They blew it away yesterday. Beat on the EPS. Big beat on the EPS, beat on the sales, and uh, they gave some subscription revenue guidance, which was also very strong. So beat, beat, raise, software is the play. Hang my head in shame. That's what I need to do on Workday. I bought this stock back, I don't know when I bought it, but it was like 160. And I sold it. Don't even ask me when I sold this. (laughs) Don't even ask me. But, you know, obviously... I made a little bit of money, but holy mackerel, did I leave it on the table? So, anyways, I got it in my head that this work day is just not going. All the cloud names were hot in the first part of August. You saw, you know, a lot of cloud names rallying, 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 and work day was not rallying. And I was like, you know what? This one's the dog of the group. I was going to get rid of this one and move on. And it was a mistake. And I sold it three weeks ago around 180. And the bloody thing has been straight up ever since. Breaks out over 200. Gets the CRM pop up to 216. And then gets a pop on its own earnings as well just to rub it in my face to 240. Man, I could not have sold that stock worse. I had that stock for months. Made like 10 bucks on it. Just left 60 points on the table. So shame on me. Terrible, terrible out on this one. That's my complaint for the day. And... uh. Did, did uh, Spencer you give those actual numbers? Uh, uh, the actual numbers, if you they want matter. to matter here, uh, uh, eighty-four cents versus a sixty-six cent estimate. Sales of one point oh six versus one point oh four billion dollars. So the, wow. the big bottom line beat for Workday. Anyway, so I've done my analysis here. I sold it really bad, and I hate Look at the, the stock chart. forever now. Right, let me see if you can. I see hate it. the stock forever now. Can 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 you? Uh... No, we can't pull the chart. You could guess. I, I don't know oh, when I, I sold it, but you could probably guess about when I sold it. It looked like this was going to break down. Let's see. It was looking ugly. D, D, triple D buy right here, 160. Triple D sell, 180. I got it right That's there. That's pretty much it. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you pretty much got it. <laughs> and and not right. that high part of the green candle. <laughs> uh, I got it at the low part. Uh, yeah, I sold it lower than what, the low part of that green this, candle. This one's looking a little bit different to me than the uh, – do I have the chart up? Yeah, this looks a little bit different because you had to spike up on the initial news, right? And that took it to 245.94. You backed off six bucks. I'm not saying it's rally's over. I'm not saying it's not going back to 245. But you just you don't have that stand that like that buyer like you had at two forty four two forty five in CRM. Maybe they're looking there at two thirty five. But you have you have leaked six bucks. It it jumped on the Dow news and then it and the CRM earnings and it jumped again. Triple jump. This is I don't know what's going to be the jump for it. Uh, you know tomorrow or moving forward. Maybe some analysts will say, oh, I'm going to raise my target from one ninety five to two fifteen. I mean, something like that could happen. But uh, if I'm looking at an exit point or if I have some options or something, this, I think that pre it's actually an after hours high, 245.94.
And real quick, I'll bring Jason on in just a second. We'll do one more here. Do you guys Go. have a preference as to which one which one we do? Um, big lots from the right. from the yeah, you love this story. Yeah, yep. big lots. All right, a buyback. Not they, anymore. They, they announced nice. the buyback yesterday. Uh, Five hundred million dollar buyback this morning. They announced earnings. It was a good report. Good quarter. They beat on the EPS. Beat on their sales. They jacked it last night on the buyback, which was always interesting when they announced a buyback ahead of their earnings, ahead of their quarter. And it got up to $59 last night on the buyback. And everybody thought, well, they're buying back stock. That's going to be a real blowout quarter. I guess those expectations were too much that they set for themselves by doing the buyback the night before. And then they pulled the rug out from under and the stock is actually trading red on an okay report. So note to self, note to corporate executives, don't do a buyback the night before you're going to report good earnings because it'll put your expectations way too high for yourself and they'll pull the rug out from under. And that's exactly what this market did. Stocks trained down. I think if they don't do the buyback, I think the stock's green. That's how crazy this market is. I think if they don't do that buyback last night, I think the stock is green right now. And I won't say what I usually say because you say you always say that. So I won't say. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to say. But. You know, they're out there buying the stock. When they say they're out there buying the stock, they're actually doing it simultaneously with the press release. Yeah, they're, they're out there lifting that. offers in the after hours. But, but, the, uh, but the herbs are. Yeah, the herbs are. Ah, uh, this Including is due me. for a pullback. I don't know. You want to pick it? It's down a buck twenty-six, just under fifty-four. Man, it's pretty hard to be picking a low up here. I see fifty-four twelve as a is a daily low. Is that correct? No, fifty-four even. So right there, yesterday's low and your two-day low, fifty fifty-three sixty-nine fifty-four. Haven't? Did you just sneak under there in the pre-market? I mean, support is support. Yeah. Using stock that, was that's two lows. Stock was ten bucks on March the twentieth. Ten bucks. Jeez. Yep. It's now fifty-five. You're buying it now. You're late to the party. Next. Next is Jason Rasnick, founder and CEO of Benzinga. Jason, welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Spencer Israel. Look at me wearing a headset. Isn't this crazy? Yeah. When I'm never, and he's got the mic. He's double mic. Headset and the mic. Yeah. <laughs> you just. Games. I don't play games, you know, it's a new frontier. Yes, yes. I Someone was writing about Corona. Yes. Um, the Corona thing has explored our, our the Rasnick household. Oh, God. Um, Is everyone yeah. okay? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're um, other than being locked up here, um, we yes. will – what coffee mug thing? Oh, when there will be a coffee okay. – uh, yes, everyone is better. We did some isolation. Originally thought just Stacy had it. But then I got tested. I had it. Oh, my God. And Josh and Riley got tested, and Josh has it. Josh, there's zero impact on him. Zero. The kid is a ball of energy, Energizer Bunny. That's um, good news. It knocked me out for a couple days where I just laid in bed and didn't want to do anything. The weird thing is it gives headaches. It gives headaches. At night, like, you eventually, like, I don't know, 5 o'clock, you get, like, a headache, and if, there, if there's any tricks to get rid of headaches, guys, other than Advil and Tylenol, please say it in the chat room. The pl the, the yes, the plumber guy. For, the that's what my doctor friend said. So I'm now I'm bring, bringing this around. The plumber guy, maybe he gave it to us. Yeah, we, that's what we're wondering. We we warned you about the plumber last week, Jason. Yeah, the, 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 the plumber the, was right behind you, not wearing a mask. Was it the plumber? It, it could have been. Like we don't know. <laughs> there's there's one like source of it but that but we know who someone had it but it wasn't the time it didn't make sense like i i 100% thought i did not have it so i was shocked when it said i had it and um i mean it's interesting just to see the you know to be on that side of it and um why did you get tested like why what made well, you think to go get tested cuz stacy 
Oh, because on the oh, I know what Saturday we are having some people over, like not many, just four people. And um, Stacy wasn't feeling a hundred percent. Okay, she was like just feeling achy. And I said, um, and she's like, I should get tested. She was like, she thought maybe she had it. I'm like, you don't have it. Go get tested. Just I wanted her to go get tested. It was like at five o'clock. It was four thirty. People are coming over at five thirty, and I figured just go do the rapid test. So it'll get it out of her mind so she can have fun and be not annoying. You know what I mean? So she went and got the rapid test and it was positive. It ruined the whole night because I, <laughs> I mean, the whole night. Guys, like, okay, I guess that we got to call the party off. Do we call the party <laughs> off? I guess we got to call the no, party just, off. No, he just made Stacy stay in the basement. <laughs> Joel, I was trying to think of all scenarios because, <laughs> because one of the persons coming over, I would have had the best stock trade for you guys ever. So one of the persons who were coming over was the guy who lost the Tesla bet. Oh, no. But the other person coming over knows a lot about a certain industry, and I don't want to uh, break it until this person we eventually do get together because I'm going to have some great stock picks. See, my stock picks aren't always for me. They're for me just listening to people and seeing what they know. Like they're, they're an expert in the mortgage industry. And um, so, yes, so, so yes, I was like, okay, well, maybe Stacey, we can keep you isolated. But no, we had, we had to tell them. So they didn't come over. And now it's just been locked up. And I didn't really tell anyone at the office. Um, you know, I think I told Spencer and a couple other people. But, like, last night, like, someone was like, hey, I haven't seen you that much this week. I'm like, oh, well. And then I told them, like, you know, so it is, it is what it is. Um, so, yes. How's Stacy feeling? She's doing better. She's just tired. Just tired, you know. Um, you know, the, is that a constant drip I see over your right shoulder? It could be. That's what the, yeah. <laughs> Listen, our house is falling apart. What I'm going to say, okay? I, I, got, I got corona. I got leaks. I don't know what to tell you, all right? Um, and, and, and then I have a dentist story, too. Oh, Dennis, no. Dennis, your workday story is terrible. And um, we're going we're gonna to go to that in one second. But I think my Tesla story is terrible. So, as you guys know, I've been long Tesla for many years months i originally started buying at 38 dollars and 10 cents and then bought as high as 179 dollars oh and then actually bought a thousand dollars too um like you know whatever a month ago but where my tesla story is terrible is this i had one last call option as you guys know i sold it and dennis also told me not to sell that but where it's even worse is what i'm going to say this me and dennis you know are trying to create these fractional options when the prices are high but the real solution was, Jason, just don't sell because once it splits into five, then I'll have five options and I can just sell two of them and keep the other yep. three. And even if I lost, see, the problem was it went up to 40000 then to 20000 I was nervous. If I would have just kept the five, the one share and then have that, like, just so I could hedge and sell a little bit. You forgot. I can't, I can't even, if I, I kind of forgot that was going to happen. And if that didn't. I can't even tell you how much more, like how much money I would have made on that option. Like I just looked at it before coming on the show just now, and then I just had to, I just had to get that off my chest. Okay, so it's probably the dumbest trade I have made in my lifetime, other than selling Amazon at ten dollars. That is my second. That's, that's that is one. my dumbest trade, but that was harder at the time. But in this one, all I had to do was wait two weeks, and then I would be able to sell two shares. Okay, so that's me just crying, crying, you know, crying. Okay, now. Here are some stocks. This has never failed me. Since starting the show, since starting Benzinga, what has never failed me is to buy the stocks of the companies that we use. So on the show or whatever, I used to recommend HubSpot. 
It was $46. It's now $296. Yeah. HubSpot is a marketing CRM software. The reason I bought it is because they give the CRM for free, like what Salesforce does. So I thought it was a viable competitor to Salesforce. It was at 40 bucks when we started buying it. It's at 296 Twilio. You want to go HubSpot HUBS? Look at that chart, guys. 290 freaking six. And I, I mean, Unbelievable. When, I, when I'm telling you, I have most of my friends that, like, I was trying to prove that I know what I'm talking about own HubSpot because of me. Now, they own a lot more than me. This is when we started buying it. I started shedding most of it at 150, 160, but it's unbelievable. Look at that chart, guys. In this year, look what happened this year. It broke 100 here. Do you see this, guys? It broke 100 in, in like, um, March, April, it, and now it's at 290 freaking six. So you had times to get in there, and it's so hard because when you have such a big gain, when I buy this stock at 50 and it goes to 150, then goes down to 100, how do you keep the conviction to keep that stock? Yeah, it gets know? back to 150, and you're like, oh, I got my money back of my gain. I want to lock it in this time, and then it goes. Exactly, Dennis, and that's what I did. I blocked it in, and then I end up buying it back at 185. But that's, it's so hard to keep that conviction unless you really know the fundamentals and, the, you know, and what the cash is. You know, what I know is that we spend a bunch of money with it. Um, and I'm like quick and loans. Like, you know, you look at Rocket Mortgage. Like you guys mentioned like Workday and then there's Salesforce. These are all companies that the Web 2.0 or, or innovative companies are moving to. You know, so like Workday, you're not going to go wrong. Salesforce, you're just never going to go wrong. It's never going to fall 50%. And if it does, you, you'd want to buy it. You just got the company half off. And so I always say the thing behind the thing, but companies these days need Salesforce to operate their business. They do because Salesforce has done such a good job at combining with everything else. It's like, you know how Apple stock is unstoppable? And one of the biggest, reason is, biggest reasons is because um, – the service, the app store. Well, that's the same thing with Salesforce. It has its own version of an app store, Workday, HubSpot. They have these things that all combine with it. It creates monopoly type power where you can't get rid of them in the value chain. So having some of these companies that aren't just for a trade, but ones that like how Dennis does his long-term portfolio are just no brainer plays. That's what the Twilio's, the Salesforce's, the Workdays, the HubSpots. And um, wait, Jason, you said something that's interesting just now on HubSpot. So you sold it and then you bought it back, right? Yes. That, it, but it, that's the hardest thing to do. There. That's the hardest thing to do mm -hmm. when you sell is to get back in. Yeah. That's, that's the downside. of That's selling. where I fail. Right. I never get, I sell well usually and I don't get back in. Yeah, and, and I forget about it and I move on and then I look back and I was like, why the hell did I ever sell that? And 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 no, Dennis and Spencer Israel, you just hit I'm glad you called me out on that, Spencer. You know why I got back in? I'll tell you. It's that FOMO, the fear of missing out. That's why that marketing technique is so good. What I got was this guy Seth Rogers starts texting me, Raz, you're the man. HubSpot is killing it. It's killing it. It was like at one night or one eighty four and I was out of it at the time. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I swear I could show you the text messages and it says that I'm like, yeah, yeah. So the next day I went and bought it. I didn't buy as many shares as I had Spencer because okay. like, you know what happens? Like I would never buy the size of Tesla that I have. I couldn't afford it. Right. But like when you buy it for cheap and like, I mean, you have to remember, I, Spencer, I might've bought a hundred or 200 shares of HubSpot at $40. Yeah. Okay. So if I had 200 shares of HubSpot right now at 40 at $300, think about that. Different so things. it's like, um, you know, so then, yeah, it's that FOMO. That's why I got back in. Did I think it was going to go to 300? Not necessarily, but, but why? But, but then I started thinking about it. Why the heck was I against it? 
when I see that our bills from HubSpot are way bigger. Like that, like that's, that's the way it's not Amazon. We spend with Amazon guys, Benzinga, our Benzinga company spends on Amazon hosting $35,000 a month. We're spending around 300 and 400,000 a year with Amazon, our little company, just to host, right? just, to, just host. to host. Yeah. So, oh, ima- so imagine, incredible. it's incredible. I think it should be like $15,000 off. Hey, if you know how to get our Amazon bill cheaper and you're, and you're, and you're, and you're, and you're, come a, up with a competitor and you're a server come up with a competitor or if you're a server admin or DevOps, email me, Jason at Benzinga, but at.com. So what I'm trying to say, and I'm going to start listing out our subscriptions, whatever we subscribe to, usually the stocks do well. And that's a lot of ways why I buy, buy stocks. Sense. And, um, you know, that's, I'm trying to figure out how we can start subscribing to GAN so we can help that position. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Where's GAN? Let's take a look. Yeah, yeah let's look at GAN because um, it's an interesting one uh, right I now. Want, part of me wants to get back in this because I sold a 26 and I'm like, oh, I can scalp the six points and get back in. I probably should. Well, I'll, give, I'll give you. I'll give you some. I'll give you some color. So we don't have to complain. Wait, <laughs> Joel, you're on mute or something. Joel, Joel, you you, Joel, you're talking into yeah, the wrong house. I, I think. I, I think your mic may have been dislodged. So yeah, uh, check, something's check going on. There. Check your headset. All right. So here's my GAN update. I listened to the earnings call. Since since Mitch and Zoltan refused to bring the CEO on, I know the CEO is pushing us off. I get it. But hey, if we if we want the CEO of GAN on, it's real simple. All we need to do is get their email address and then have 15 people from the show email. We want you on right. like post it and we'll get them on there where, where there's a will there's a way, but let's go to GAN for a second. So GAN lost that one deal with um, uh, FanDuel, but yep. that was on the sports, but they have the casino thing going and they think they'll do better with that. They have a big deal. They're announcing with some Michigan based casino. I don't know which one it is. There's a few big deals. They're going to be announcing in the short term. Like I would say in the next 60 days, that could, you know, drive drive some increased momentum in the stock. I sold, I told you guys a little bit that one day when they had a huge run, I sold some of the common, but I still own a lot of the common, but I also bought some call options. Um, so I own How some far you go options. out in calls? My calls right now are October 16th, October 16th, uh, 30. So that was a, it's a cheap one. It's uh, 70 cents. And then I have a January, this is the one I have more confidence in. The January 15th, um, 30s, uh, January 15th, 30s. Those are the other ones. I think, the, I think the stock will be back at a 30 before the end of the year. Okay. So that's GAN. We, we already start. We named a couple of the stocks on the list that, that Benzinga uses. HubSpot, Twilio. Uh, was there, were there any more on that list? Yes. Well, so Salesforce right. is, is one that I've owned for a long time, but I used to own it in big size. Uh, Workday, we're in like that quick, you know, family of companies. Workday is used now by like 10,000 employees at like Quicken and different things like that around the Detroit area. Workday is one of the most, Workday I think is one of the fastest growing companies around um, for payroll management. So sorry, uh, Dennis. Um, I don't own Workday, but Workday is a no brainer one to own for the long term. Maybe don't buy today. Another one that I bought guys, and I told you guys this on the show two weeks ago, all right, I guess get your ears up. Get your listening ears up. It may take, take some time in this one. It's not a subscription yeah. software. It should be subscription. I think they'd make a lot more money. This, is how, But it's Upwork, U-P-W-K, U-P-W-K. So when we're looking to hire like a designer, a marketer, web developer, we go to Upwork. Um, we've spent over 
two hundred thousand or four hundred thousand on Upwork. And this is sleepy it's, too. It's I mean, sleepy. It's, and, 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 and sometimes stocks wake up. You know, sometimes sleepy stocks wake up. I was in this one from nine to almost fourteen. And I sold it. I could buy it just slightly higher, do the HubSpot thing like Jason did, buy it slightly higher than where I sold it right now, where it's formed some significant support. I mean, the technicals look okay. This thing starts breaking down through 13 and a half, I'd be concerned. But right now you're holding support well. I, I think Upwork, so, I kind of like it too. So I, so there's an, um, the competitor, let's put the chart of the competitor, Fiverr. Do you guys know Fiverr? Yeah, I trade it all the time, yeah. Yep, yep. So Upwork and, and Fiverr, play in the same market. I wouldn't mind seeing Upwork fall 15% so I could pick up some more shares at like 13 or 12. You're this, in it right now though? Upwork? Yes. Yeah. And they, and they changed, they changed their model about three weeks ago or four weeks ago. And I don't think it's shown in the market. So here's what's going on. Before, when you would talk to an Upwork developer, you could basically Skype with them and then like talk to them off, off the Upwork platform and you could hire them directly. And it would have been like pretty easy to do. Now they're like kicking people off if they talk off the network, which I think will have a positive impact on Upwork's earnings because it was too easy to go off the network. And, and, and that, like, I don't care on network, off network. Um, I would rather it on the network so you get your reviews and all that stuff. Um, Upwork has some technology to improve, but you know when there's like things with low hanging fruit? So Benzinga has a lot of low hanging fruit, things we need to improve. We're gonna do stuff for the show. We're gonna do stuff to our website. Our stock ticker lookup needs to be improved. We have a lot of low-hanging fruit that needs to be improved. I believe Upwork is in the same position where there's a lot of low-hanging fruit that they improve that'll be impactful to earnings. This thing of putting people on the network versus off the network, I forgot about that till talking to you guys on here. I'm going to buy more shares of Upwork probably today, or I'm going to buy some call options because I think you're going to see a positive earnings um, beat because they're making the people stay on the network and it's harder to get off the network. So that's another little small catalyst for me on that one. Okay, we got Upwork, we got Twilio, we got HumpSpot, we got Salesforce. That's a pretty good list. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's what we pay. And I guess what I'm going to look at, or I'll have Sharon send us, I'll Sharon send me a list of all the companies we pay money to because yeah. it is literally, it's never, it's never proved us wrong so far. It really hasn't. Yeah, well, um, it goes back to investing in what you, in what you know. You know, if, if you, like what we have. true. We had Ryan Craver on our show back when stamps.com was getting crushed. And he was like, I use these guys all the time. And, yeah. he, and that was, that was, a, that was a great one. I remember that like yesterday, that was great. Yeah. I mean, other ones, Spencer, but it's owned by Microsoft is LinkedIn. We yeah. use LinkedIn, we use LinkedIn heavily. Um, oh, and we use one more we, uh, heavily. It's a, it's a new service that we're using that I didn't want to, I didn't want to pay up for because it was expensive. It's called five, nine. What? F I F F I V N. I traded. That's same. it. That's it. It's what they use for the Benzinga Pro calls, Spencer. They use I've five never, nine. I've never even heard of this one. All right. I trade it. I trade it regularly too. Yeah, Spencer asked Jonathan. Oh my God, yes. I grew up them all just in the cloud. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know the specifics of all these things, do, But I just kind of grab yeah, five and, nine, and I'm not even sure. But I know it moves with cloud for some reason. Uh, just, I don't even know what they do, but I, I I've grouped it in the cloud. Am I right? Yes, and before you kick me off the show, Spencer, yeah. jo Joseph Linearfish, is that what you're about to just say? I, I was going to say that too, yeah. Yeah, yes, say it, Spencer. Like, yeah, I just... team, team, we use Atlassian, we use Team. That's yes, cool. yes, we use Atlassian, Team, like the, those are uh, Trello, all those things yeah. are just no-brainer plays. And, you know, at one point, I was trying to be smarter than the market, okay? So it may have been like eight months ago, I'm like, all right, 
these, you know, HubSpot's going to start taking a hit because companies aren't going to have as much money. The venture funding is going to dry up. And so they're going to be less money for the, like the HubSpots of the world. And I was thinking I was being really smart. But then what I realized is 95% of companies in America don't use these products like Slack and all these, you know, new technologies, but they'll slowly migrate to it. And when they do, there's a lot of money to be made. There's a lot of money to be made. So I was, try I was selling out of HubSpot early by using logic saying, okay, venture funding will dry up a little bit. So, but you got to remember a lot of these companies, it takes, it takes a lot to switch. See, people don't like change in life. That's what I've realized at companies, anything. We introduced a new tool to Benzing and I was like, at first it was like, an, like, what the heck, what the heck? But like changes at, at companies like Amazon. And if you guys look at companies like Amazon, they grow substantially. And why? Because Jeff Bezos knows if you look at the S&P 500 or the Dow 30, even better, I think there's like three companies left. But basically what happens is companies get, get, um, go extinct and Jeff Bezos wants to put himself out of business. So he's always thinking, okay, what's this business? What are we going to do here? Because they're not going to rest on today. So the companies, the, the companies that have the people that like change the most are the companies that usually are the most successful. And so what I'm, why I'm giving that whole speech is because a lot of these companies, old line companies, haven't moved to the cloud yet, Dennis. They haven't moved to AWS still. They haven't moved to Salesforce. They haven't moved to Five9. They haven't moved to Alassian. They haven't moved to Team. They haven't moved to Ring Central. RNG. That's another one. We've used RNG for nine years. We were the, that was, we've been an RNG customer, first one of the first probably thousand customers in the world. And so these companies follow us later. So we're a good indicator of stocks that'll grow in the future because we. Yeah. Benzinga believes in change. It believes that we have to change to get fat, to uh, be better and move faster and all that stuff. And if we use us as an indicator, realize that these other companies will catch along eventually that are way bigger than us already. But then when they catch on, it's a lot more revenue for the companies that we're investing in early. That's the way to look at it. I mean, it's a great point. You're looking at a technology company in Benzinga. What are they using? I mean, this is like you have the inside scoop here where you have a lot of other companies that aren't a technology company guessing, you know, but you're right there. You're using this stuff. So you're in the inside lane to, you know, look at these companies and know that there's going to be growth here. Yeah. And if there's a company we're not using and we like think that like, let's say, let's do the pre-market prep channel, you know, all the, the people in the chat room and everything, like bring it up in here and then we'll test it out. And if we love it, that's a good indicator that other people will love it too. So let's use this community here, guys, to come up with some more stock ideas in this cloud thing that maybe other people aren't thinking about right now. Um, because there's ways for us to take advantage of that. Listen, if Stripe was a public company, I would tell you guys to put 30% of your portfolio in it. I mean, that company is unstoppable. And I know I should never say 30%, but I'm just saying Stripe is unstoppable. We, we can all be like you, Jason, putting 30% of our portfolio in one stock. <laughs> I just don't know how to sell. I'm like Dennis. I just don't know how we to sell. Like you know, I'm um, the opposite. Yeah. Hey, I, <laughs> I got I, that sell button. It's like wore out on my keyboard. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> wait, by the way, guys, I want to just be come forward. Come forward. I almost sent uh, Spencer Israel a Slack message about eight o'clock saying, I think it's better if I skip this Friday because, you know, this Corona thing this week. And I really didn't have any like new stock picks that I thought, like I thought I'd have a boring show. And I think this one is like a great job ones. today. So, I love like, the technology. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, this is the first time we've actually spoken like outside of Slack this week. So I, it, it's good to know that you're feeling better, Jason. And, uh, 
for now, for now this for morning, now. like I have, I have like these big energy kicks in the morning, but then like yesterday from like, um, six o'clock till whenever I fell asleep, it was the worst headache, but then okay. the headache went away eventually. Wait, by the way, did anyone see, <laughs> I watched it on YouTube this morning at five thirty at five in the morning, the opera from the white house. No. No. Okay. They had, they had an opera singer. Like I was watching on YouTube. I'm like, what? I mean, he really like, he really put a show on, but I don't know. There's right. this, I, I, if you guys like Josh Groban, watch this opera singer. This guy was good. Okay. Right. Jason Rasnick is the founder and CEO of, of Benzinga. Jason, it's good to, uh, to hear your voice. Good to see you're feeling better. Send our best wishes to everyone and uh, be, be healthy. And, and, healthy. And, we'll, and we'll see you at the boot camp today. Yep, I was about that, to say that's that. in twenty in exactly. twenty minutes. The boot camp, yeah. the boot camp is going right now. Jo, uh, Joel and Dennis, uh, Joel had to reboot, but he'll be back. Joel and, and, and Joel's got to go get ready for the boot camp because we're on at nine thirty, and you I don't are? know who scheduled me at nine thirty with my open. I've been trying Hold to sell on. stocks and get out of stuff because I got to get ready for nine thirty. Guest guest appearance by another Corona guy. There he is, Josh, Josh. How you feeling, buddy? Good. He looks great. All right, he looks healthy. Yeah. Corona strong right there. All no right. problem. Right. There we go. Okay. Right. Uh, I, I just put the link to the boot camp in all of our chats. Joe and Dennis are going to be on at 930. Uh, we got Anne-Marie Band on later. I'll probably the be 935. It's going to take me five minutes. Joel's going to – he'll start her off for five minutes. I'll be there, though. Okay. We got Nick Shaheen on later in the day, Anne-Marie Band, CeCe uh, Lagator. Uh, I mentioned Joel and Dennis. So I just put the link to the boot camp in all three chats right there. Uh, and you can uh, sign up for that. But um, Joel had to reboot his comp. I think he was having some issues there. So up oh, and actually speak of the devil. Uh, I think he's back, right? Is that Joel? No, it's not. Okay, yes, it is. Um, all right, uh, I guess I'll, I'll just wrap us up here. Uh, thanks to Jason Razik for joining us. Thanks to all of you in our chats. I want to see more likes. We're, we're at 242 right now. I want to see if we can get to like three, four, five hundred today. That'd be awesome. I already Oh, are you back answer. with us? You're not going to get testing any more love one, from me. Two, three. Testing one, two, three. Joel's back. He's yeah, we back. Got You're you a little quiet. I, I, you know what? I, I got up to grab something and I pulled my, my mic out. And, and when I put it back in, I needed to reboot. Ah. Uh, but I did. I did. Wireless. We need my, wireless. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't see. I did put my platform back up, but uh, mid range on the spoos is right around 97 and a quarter. I'm not sure where we're trading. Um, that's that's my swing area. 300. Nice, yeah. Ni- nice, juicy target. 0950. Uh, that's a pre market high. Uh, no major downside. We take out that pre-market low, but there's probably no chance of that happening. But I'm sorry I missed the end of Raz's comments, Dennis. Uh, so, we'll be back on in a little bit. I just right? want to say, so in 20 minutes, what we're going to be talking about, me and Joel, is I'm going to be talking about how I pick my day trading stocks. We just had Jason Raznick telling you how to pick your long-term investments. I'm going to be telling you how I pick my day trading stocks. Obviously, you know, we talk about some of this stuff on the show regularly, but I'm going to jump into, you know, details, how I approach it and how I go about picking which stocks I'm going to trade. And obviously, you know, and these are day trading stocks that I'm getting in and out of quickly. So fast money. That's it. All right, everyone have a great rest of your day. Please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes and not for investing or trading advice. Uh, see you at the boot camp, guys. Have a good one. You can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade or at least grab an extra latte after getting a Chime checking account with features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe. No minimum balance requirements and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. That's chime.com slash goals 24. Chime feels like progress. 
Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.